0: Welcome to the Unstoppable Joy podcast, where functional medicine meets the power of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Catherine McAdam. I'm a functional medicine nurse practitioner, a Christian speaker and author, and co-founder of Sozo Functional Medicine. My journey through health challenges, heartache, and overcoming adversity has deepened my understanding of healing. It's not just the physical, but also mental, emotional, and spiritual. In every episode, we explore the path to greater joy, vitality, and spiritual awakening. This podcast is for anyone seeking not only physical wellness, but also spiritual renewal, firmly rooted in the teachings of Jesus. So whether you're a devoted listener or joining us for the first time, welcome to the Unstoppable Joy podcast. We'll be offering you the tools and wisdom to unlock your true potential and experience boundless joy. So pull up a chair, grab your favorite beverage, and let's get started.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Unstoppable Joy podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a very important thing that all of us absolutely need, and that is sleep. So many of us have issues falling asleep, staying asleep, or just not getting enough sleep. And it's A a really important thing that our bodies were designed to do is to have a time of rest. The Bible says in Psalm 4, verse 8, it says, In peace I will lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord. Keep me safe. You know that we spend one-third of our lives sleeping. That is a lot of time. But it is essential for rejuvenation and vitality of our bodies there are different stages of sleep, including REM and deep sleep, and they all contribute to physical and mental restoration. There are some consequences of sleep deprivation. It's actually, you know, a torture. <laughs> it's a, a form of torture that people use. And I'm, from personal experience, I know uh, when my babies were little and not sleeping well, it can really mess with your with your mood and your ability to, to just function. There are important functions that happen while we sleep. Our body needs that time to repair itself. One of the things that happens is we have a couple different systems that are at work. The lymphatic system, that's the the time that it works to detoxify the body. You also have a type of lymph system in the brain, and that also is working to detoxify the brain your liver is doing its work. There's just all these restorative functions of sleep. And if we're not getting enough sleep, it can negatively affect our mood, it can negatively affect our health. Sometimes people wake up and they feel like they haven't even rested. That's also a sign that you're not getting good quality sleep. So, what can we do about this? And we're going to talk about this today. I'm going to give some tips on how to ensure that you have good sleep, but we're going to talk a little bit more about just the sleep cycles and maybe if you're having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep or just feel like you wake up not rested why that's happening and maybe some things that we can do to to correct that so first of all how much sleep should you actually be getting uh the, recommend day, the recommended time is about seven to eight hours a night, um, and that is just for a regular adult. Now, if we're talking about kids or the elderly, they typically need more sleep than that, but you can actually get too much sleep, and, and that can can cause issues too. So just an example of how important sleep is. An older gentleman came into the office, and I was visiting his family doctor, and He just wasn't acting right and his wife was concerned and they were worried about dementia. So they did like a little mini mental health exam and he didn't do well on the exam. And so the doctor then referred him and his wife to go to the neurologist to get him checked out and also made an appointment for a follow-up in about three weeks. And so... They came back, and the doctor's like, I don't see the test results, and what happened? Did you guys go? And the wife says, well, when I got home, I started thinking about how he complains about being really cold at night, and he just hasn't been sleeping well. And so I got him a good pair of pajamas, and and I put him in in a dark room in his own room so I wouldn't disturb him, and got some good covers for him, and he started sleeping through the night, and he's been a lot better, and so they retested him, and his... Mini mental health score was normal. He passed with flying colors. It just goes to show you that sleep can affect your whole lifestyle. It can affect your cognition. It can affect your mood. I know when I was working on the night shift at the hospital and I was not sleeping well and, and I would try to group my days together so I would kind of go back and forth between a night and day shift just so I could be on the regular schedule with my kids but I'd come home and if I was able to fall asleep, I'd, I'd get to sleep about maybe eight. And then I wake up about two. And I just remember feeling groggy all the time, that brain fog and just not being able to really function just really not safe. I remember a few times driving home from work early in the morning and just feeling like, oh my gosh, it's just not safe for me to be on the road. And they actually have done studies and they say 24 hours without sleep is equivalent of driving drunk. So that's it's a real phenomenon that our bodies need that sleep. We need to be able to have that time of restoration and clearing the clutter from the toxins that we encounter and the the food that we're digesting and just all the body processes. There are things, there are toxins that are produced as our body is metabolizing things and and things need to be cleared up. That's why like if somebody gets a, a urinary tract infection, or they have kidney failure and they're not clearing those toxins, it can make them crazy. You may have seen some confusion in an elderly adult who has a UTI, and that's one of the main things that we look for sometimes, if we can't figure out what's wrong with the patient, is if they're having just that cognition issue, if they're just confused. We normally check their urine. We look for a source of infection where they wouldn't be able to be clearing that, those toxins. And many times we find that they have a UTI. There's sleep and then there's deep sleep. So this deep sleep is that REM cycle. And what's recommended is you have three cycles of good deep sleep throughout the night. And it takes about, they say about an hour and a half to complete that cycle. There's kind of this ebb and flow to your sleep cycle. And if you have um, somebody wake up, wake you up in the middle of that REM cycle, if a child or a pet or a, a significant other wakes you up, then you get kind of out of that REM cycle and, and it's disturbed and you don't recover from that. So you'd have to like get back into sleep and it might take some while a while to get back into that. REM cycles can take a different amount of time for everybody, but typically it's about an hour and a half. Things that can negatively affect your sleep pattern is things like going to bed too late, or waking up too early or too late. It's really important that we have a regular sleep cycle. That circadian rhythm, it needs that consistency. It needs to be able to depend on that, that consistent uh, time to recover. So there are many reasons why we wake up in the night. One of them can be hormones. Uh, a lot of women have hot flashes or they have night sweats and it, it wakes them right up. I've experienced this. Sleep apnea is one of those things that that inhibits us from having good quality sleep. How quickly you fall asleep is really important too. So if you're falling asleep within the first five minutes of putting your head on the pillow, that is actually a sign that you're sleep deprived. What's normal is to fall asleep between five and 15 minutes of putting your head on the pillow. And if it's taking you longer than 15 minutes to fall asleep, that's a sign that you're stressed out or you have some insomnia. If you're having trouble staying asleep, that if you only sleep just a few minutes and then you wake up, that's a sign of physical or mental stress. Or you have some adrenal issues that are just not uh, right. The other thing that can cause you to have trouble staying asleep is blood sugar issues. If you're waking between about 3 a.m., 1 to 4 a.m., they say that's caused by liver congestion And so what happens is if your blood sugars are on this kind of roller coaster, if you eat a real sugary meal towards the evening hours or if you have a sugary snack, what happens is your blood sugar rises and then it crashes. And so your body sees that crash of your blood sugar as an emergency and so it will wake you up. Also, if you have liver congestion, which means your liver is trying to detox while you are sleeping, your liver helps to regulate your blood sugar at night because you're not eating for eight hours. And so when your blood sugar goes low, usually around 3 a.m., Um, If your body is not able to kick out that glucagon from your liver, then again, your body sees that as an emergency. So that's just a couple reasons why you might have trouble with sleep or falling asleep, staying asleep. So one of the things that I have done if I wake up in the middle of the night, as opposed to like getting up out of bed and obviously is it's easy to start worrying about things try to do is to refocus my mind and one of the things i do is to meditate on god's word there's a few scriptures that i have memorized that i are kind of my go-to's one of them is psalm 23 it's a really good psalm to help you to refocus your brain on god's protection and his goodness yeah, so that that's a really good one. There's a few others. It's a lot of the Psalms. And sometimes I will put on my Abide app, which will read me the scripture just to keep my mind off of the negative thoughts or the worries that sometimes plague us in the middle of the night. There are other sleep issues that can cause us not to have that good quality sleep. Um, it can be things like when we wake up tired, that can be a sign of adrenal fatigue, um, if we're having nightmares or terrors, sometimes I've noticed, and my kids have noticed this too, if I get too hot in the middle of the night, I will have a nightmare. And my kids too, we've no- all noticed that. So, But nightmares can also be a sign of food sensitivities, kidney or liver issues, of candida overgrowth or parasites. Restless legs is another reason that people have sleep issues. And it can be a sign that you're lacking calcium or magnesium or just having issues with your, with your Venus return to your heart uh, another thing is teeth grinding that actually is a sign of possible liver issues or adrenal issues we had already talked about sleep apnea snoring is another thing that can cause people to wake up tossing and turning can actually be a sign of parasites pain or trauma and when you wake up in the morning and you're not hungry that can just be a sign that you are just not getting the rest that you need Some things that we can do to promote health or promote a healthy sleep cycle um, or or to encourage good sleep hygiene are go to bed the same time every night. This one is really, it's simple, but sometimes it's just really hard. You know, life happens, right? The other things we can do is avoid caffeine, alcohol, or nicotine, especially in the afternoon. Having a time with no TV, phone, or blue light, they really recommend at least two hours before heading to bed. There are some apps that you can download so that it changes that blue light to a yellow or a a red for your phone, that sort of thing. So if you have to be on your phone later in the evening, it will automatically change to that. The other thing is making your bedroom a haven for sleep. They really recommend that you don't have any electronics in there, that you just use your room for sleep. And having a cooler temperature is been shown to help with restorative sleep. The actual, the ideal temperature is between 60 and 67 degrees Fahrenheit. With my family, I have just been really wary of making sure that all of our bedding is natural fibers there's nothing worse than having a polyester comforter or some sort of synthetic material that does not allow your body to breathe at night and so we always do organic cotton sheets are best we do down comforters and cotton quilts uh, or linen just making sure that those fabrics are very breathable because uh, if you can't then you end up again getting overheated and that is a reason that people wake up a lot um, during the night some other things that you can do is to exercise daily but make sure you're doing it before 2 p.m so you don't have that cortisol um, spike in the afternoon that actually should be winding down time so your um, cortisol level should be decreasing as you approach um, bedtime Um, having some soothing bedtime rituals, whether that is reading or having a cup of sleepy time tea. Um, Having a good protein snack is best as opposed to a real sugary snack, which will help to um, sustain uh, constant uh, blood sugar levels throughout the night. Also, having a very dark room is super important because anytime you have a light hitting the back of your eye, uh, decreases your melatonin production And I know I've mentioned this before, but what makes us sleepy as we approach bedtime is the least, as we have less light hitting the retina in the back of our eye, it triggers our brain to cause our body to release melatonin. Melatonin is primarily produced in the pineal gland, but it's also produced in other parts of our bodies, our intestines, and even our liver can produce some... Uh, melatonin. So Joe is one of those people who actually had a pineal cyst and so he does not have a pineal gland and he then struggles with sleep and so this topic is very pertinent to us here at our home. There are some things that we do specifically like he has to take some melatonin supplementation to help him to sleep and he takes the extended release because it has to be produced throughout the night as well. There are also many supplements that can be helpful for sleep and sleep is one of those things that is important to our health and with uh, sozo functional medicine that's one of the things that we really discuss with our patients and we try to get down to the root cause of why they're not sleeping well and sometimes there are spiritual issues and one of the things that I've encouraged my kids to do before they uh, go to bed one thing one thing I trained them to do was to spend some time in prayer it is so um, important to refocus your mind and your spirit on uh, the things of the Lord and It will help you to enter into that peaceful sleep that the Lord promises us that we'll lie down and sleep in peace for he alone keeps us safe. Um, The other thing that I also had them pray and I prayed over them at times is a protection over them while they sleep. This can be something as simple as, Lord, we just ask you to protect us, give your angels charge over us to protect us in all our ways, be with us, be by our bedside and keep us safe as we sleep throughout the night. Give us restorative, peaceful sleep. So having that prayer life also helps you to surrender to the Lord and put your body at peace and at rest. Um, and also, like I said, if I if I do wake up in the middle of the night, I always try to turn my thoughts towards prayer. It's so easy to wake up with a bad dream or or bad thoughts and and then just kind of precipitate on that. Um, I really try to then focus my thoughts on the Lord. And, and, you know, sometimes it takes a bit to refocus and memorizing scripture and having a scripture, even if it's one verse, just to go over in your mind. And I, I like to think about each word as I'm going over it in my head. It's, it's a form of meditation and, and it helps me to um, calm myself and, and find that place of rest again. So I hope that you found this informational. I hope you found it helpful. Um, obviously, it's not meant to diagnose or treat anything. But if you are having trouble sleeping and you want some help with that, come on over to Sozo Functional Medicine, and we will definitely be able to help you with those things and uncover any issues that might be contributing to some trouble with sleeping. I pray that you have a restful, peaceful night's sleep tonight and every night. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. Be blessed. Hey, before you go, how about subscribing to the podcast so you never miss an episode? Also, we would so appreciate a review. It helps others to find this podcast and it gives us an idea of what you like and what you don't like. Also, to find out more about Sozo Functional Medicine and how to be involved with me, head over to SozoFunctionalMedicine.com. That's S-O-Z-O FunctionalMedicine.com. And you'll be able to find out more about what we're doing with Sozo, how to book me as a speaker, and how to book a free 15-minute consult. So, hope to see you there. Be blessed.